Thanks for listening to the AI and IT Ops podcast brought to you by New Relic. This is episode 5, the express version. For all things application performance management, AI Ops, digital transformation, and more, check out www.apmdigest.com. Our guest today is Banu Singh, SVP of Engineering and DevOps at OpsRamp. And now, your host of the podcast, industry veteran, consultant, and analyst, Andy Thurai. Welcome to the AI and IT Ops podcast. I am Andy Tharai, founder and principal at thefieldcto.com, home of unbiased emerging technology advisory services. I was talking to my good old friend, Bhanu Singh, currently off OpsRamp. During that conversation, it came across how much passionate we are about driving modernization of enterprise IT. He had some good viewpoints on this topic, so I thought I'll invite him to our podcast. Bhanu, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Andy. It was a pleasure talking to you the other day and really excited to be in your podcast and to have some discussion around what is going on in the world of modern IT and especially during this uh, unprecedented time that we are living where maybe the entire digital economy will be redefined. IT operations are getting very complex. The operations teams are very siloed in most organizations that I've seen. Do you think AI ops can help uh, enterprise IT solve these issues or no? Absolutely, Andy. I think AI ops can bring a lot of visibility around it. And as you said, you are absolutely correct. I think we have led the operation world of technology stack very complex. To have the visibility, you need multiple domain experts to come in to really understand. And I believe that's where AI ops comes into play to really connect the dots, bring the context, and eventually drive the automation. Because if you look at the future complexity that we are stepping in, not only software complexity, but also working remotely, using different tools, accessing digital asset remotely, critical asset, troubleshooting remotely, trying to solve the problem. All these things are leading to a complexity where a single human cannot decipher through the complexity that they have to deal with. And this is where I believe AI ops comes into, where first it brings the data aggregation, So it brings a mindset of how do you think with data rather than just thinking of process and passing the baton. How do you bring context out of the data? So your complexity is demanding automation, but automation is demanding context. And humanly, it is impossible to provide that context. Machine can provide that context and then it can decide what can be partially automated, what can be fully automated, what can be 100% self-driving, what can help more collaboration, more communication. And that's why I believe AI ops can play a big role in helping break the silo of the IT operations and basically bring them closer to drive along with the engineering and development who are trying to move at a fast pace, but operation is always behind, not able to caught up with them. So the data analytics and the supporting data ops concepts have become quite popular in the data era or data economy concept. How are they different than AI ops? Does AI ops complement the data analytics tools or do they compete with some of those tools? What, What do you think? Good question, Andy. I think if you look at data analytics or data experience or analytics in general has always been rear view mirror. We are looking at historical data, trying to predict the future. Now with data ops and AI ops, they actually complement each other. What AI ops helps 
to bring your historical data, bring your real-time data together so that you can make decision in real-time and take action based on the insight that is provided to you in the real-time. And also not only provided data in the context of a particular business, but combining multiple domains that can be associated with each other. So I believe AI ops really provide the ingredients that data ops can apply in order to really make real-time insightful action by collecting data which could be discrete, federated, as well as related and help make a better judgment about customer, about a process, about an employee, or about and an predict an operational challenge that could be lurking around. So AI ops will enhance and make data ops or data analytics better. Anytime when a new technology like AI, any of this is introduced to solve a specific problem, the classic question always comes up on whether or not jobs will be lost. Is AI ops eliminating IT jobs? Yeah, Andy, I think this is a double-edged sword, right? The question whether which job it is eliminating and which job it is enhancing. AI is going to start solving mundane, repetitive, high human, low touch actions that you don't need to do on a day in and day out in IT operations. And basically you move IT folks towards innovation, towards more data analytics, understanding how the customer behaviors are, what the data uses are saying. So I believe absolutely there will be a set of jobs which are repetitive. Like, say, for example, if somebody watching the wall every day to see red, green, yellow tickets coming in and deciding to create a ticket in an ITSM system so that somebody can go through the triaging process, assigning process and troubleshooting process, those things will be taken over. But the problem solving, decision making will still be human. So while they are doing more data analysis, we'll be doing more research around understanding how to make a customer communication better, how to improve a process, how to associate data between different organizations to really get a much bigger value than what we are getting from a single domain or single area. So in my mind, rather there will be more jobs for IT personnel, people who are kind of rescaling themselves, people who are learning the new techniques around data science, around data algorithms, around bringing more domain knowledge on how to solve the problem, around process, around analytics. But mundane jobs, repetitive, high value, low human touch, those jobs will be taken over by the machine intelligence. Okay, now that we established that, the IT personnel can breathe easy now. How can AI ops help the IT ops team to become more productive and efficient, especially given the volume of incidents has gone up insanely? And on top of it, the DevOps teams and the development guys have gone from the one daily release to multiple daily releases now. How can AI ops help introducing efficiency and solve that problem? Andy, I think that is great million dollar question. I think everybody is asking that. And what has happened in the last three months, right? You are absolutely correct. What has happened, you know, Andy, I think the, the shift is already started a while ago with DevOps, with Agile, with Lean. So what is happening to the IT ops team is how do they really see what is going on in the context of business? Because if you look at traditionally, IT ops worked as network team, storage team, database, security, infrastructure, application. And that model, they won't work anymore when you are pushing the change across the board. So IT ops has to start thinking, how do we start thinking from a not a process-based organization, but start thinking about 
a data-related organization? How do we think from a data perspective? What is the data governance? How does the data flow for my operation that I'm providing to a business? Forget about all the technology that you have, what business service you are providing, how the business service data is flowing from an end user, digital experience management perspective, all the way when you are persisting the data somewhere in a database or in a cloud or non-cloud. So what AI ops can do basically can bring that visibility to the operation team, can enhance the ability of a knock engineer to really understand what is going on in the context of business, what are the dependency that are impacted, how can they can apply AI ops? AI ops is people think it is all about artificial, but it is it is a combination of many things. It is mathematical algorithms, it's a graph model, statistical data. But the most important thing is the data first, then your domain, and then comes everything else that you apply. So how do you see that flow of the data so that your knock engineer can say, I understand, or the AI will say, the probable root cause could be this, or it could really close down on the number of noise that I need to deal with and really point me to an inference that I need to work on or create a ticket that is fully contextualized and I don't need to bring all the experts from different organizations in network storage in an escalation room, in a war room to sit together and figure it out. And which may become even more complex when everybody is working from home and trying to bring all those experts on a Zoom or a Microsoft team or WebEx and trying to say, okay, let's figure it out whose problem it is. And sometimes even just to identify, forget about mean time to fix, mean time to identification is four and a half hours. If four and a half hours, a system is down for a certain region in Chicago, for example, for Visa, and anybody who's trying to put an order online or trying to go to a store or buy something and Visa card is not working, what they are doing? They are applying their MX, they're applying their MasterCard, or they're applying their PayPal. Somebody is losing money in the process. Four and a half hours is a lot of time. So the way AI ops can help is to provide the context, reduce the noise, proactively notify so that they can collaborate and also really target whose problem it is. So I believe AI ops or machine-driven intelligence, let's put that way, can bring the context because they can plow through billions of data. They can really bring all different kind of data. They can clean the data. They can bring the right set of data that is needed. They can bring relationship between discrete and federated set of data or related data and really provide with 95 to 99% accuracy what is going on or what could potentially go on, which could have a significant impact to your business. I believe AI ops is a means to the end. AI ops is about automation and automation is bringing better collaboration, better customer experience. So AI ops is an enabler for us to manage the complex digital world that we are stepping in at a lightning speed. The AI and ITOps podcast will be back shortly. I'm Pete Golden, the publisher of APM Digest, and I just want to take a break for a minute to talk to you about New Relic, the sponsor that brought you this podcast today. New Relic has done something a little out there. They reworked everything. See, they've been actually listening when people talk about blind spots or being stuck with a dozen different tools or getting hit with hidden costs. First, they went open source, making it so you can actually instrument what you need. Then they made it so you can monitor your whole stack in one place, including serverless. You can use telemetry data from any source for ridiculously cheap, and there's one UI with all your tools. 
and they completely change their pricing so you can easily predict it. This is advantageous because who has time to troubleshoot their bill? Best of all, there's a free tier with one user and 100 gigabytes per month, totally free. So you can really make sure it works before you pay a dime. New Relic is definitely worth another look. Check it out at newrelic.com. Observability made simple. And now back to the podcast. So the AI ops, it's kind of a miracle medicine as it's sold to some of the CIOs who are drowning in the IT incidents off late. So do the early adopters, the visionaries who are drinking this Kool-Aid, started implementing way before this whole fiasco started? Are they seeing the benefits as expected? I I think you said it very right. I don't know if it is a miracle medicine or a magical box, but definitely some of the early adopters or early folks who kind of took AIOps, they co-opted a bigger concept. AIOps is a much broader concept, but they co-opted it to say, this is a magical box that will solve entire IT operation problem. And a lot of people started in the journey and said, hey, we have all the legacy tools and just bring it and it will solve all the problems. But that's not the reality. AI ops definitely is a concept and that can be built into solution. But the solution has to be looked at case by case basis. What are you trying to solve? First thing is you have to have a business objective of what are you trying to reduce? What are you trying to improve? What are you trying to enhance? Even if you apply on any AI ops or any tools or technology, first you need to understand what is my data looking like today even without applying any algorithm any tool do i understand the data once i understand the data what domain i am looking is it for itsn is it for operation monitoring is it for devops to understand an impact of a code change that i'm trying to make i believe people have to look at use case by use case basis and apply them by applying the right set of data see data sometimes people say oh if you have a large number of data That's great. Absolutely large number of data, but right data is good. So you have to do a data selection, a data cleaning, data normalization, and then you basically start moving to data transformation. So I believe what most of the folks, when they say, hey, I'll bring this tool and AI ops will give me 90% reduction in X or Y or Z, they basically did not see that or the implementation cost became very, very high because every data has to be looked through the services implementation. But definitely people who have started kind of creating a data culture, started bringing more data analysis, maybe a chief data officer, maybe started thinking, okay, how do I understand the data in the context of customer, understand the data in the context of process, employee impact. I believe they are already seeing the benefit of cutting down the noise, becoming more proactive, becoming more operationally efficient and in the process of also reducing the cost on the mundane task. So I would say start easy around, if you look at an AI of there are like a four or five, you know, three big use cases. One of the key use case, noise reduction, you hear every day, you know, everything is generated, the complexity of microservices are generating like thousand times more noise than your three-tier client server application was generating because it was just app server, database, and your web server and you had the application. Now we have thousands of Docker containers running in a Kubernetes node and they are coming and going at a speed how you are using them. And in the same time, you are applying something on the cloud that you are doing a compute as a function, as a service and bringing data there. So the first is how do you really start reducing the noise so that people don't get flooded and overwhelmed by unnecessarily data? Second, how do you really bring some level of prevention and proactive kind of monitoring? Like you can forecast a disk usage, as simple as that. 
anomaly detection where there is a spike. Is the spike is a normal spike or the spike is real? And then how do you create learning-based system like categorization, assignment, notification, learning? So I believe if you look at case-by-case basis, there is a better success. Eventually, you will see AI ops becoming more commodity as a platform for bigger platform, whether it is ITSM, whether it is monitoring, whether it is operation, whether it is observability, because it has to be contextualized and it has to bring the domain knowledge in order to be really effective. And then they could bring different domains together to drive a better results. But I would say if people are thinking we'll not change anything in our organization, we'll have all the legacy tools and we'll put a man in the middle, a magical box and they feed in the data and will get a much bigger efficiency, I believe that will be very minimal. What is the real economic value or total value offered by AI ops? Is it still snake oil in most times or is there some truth to it really? So I believe there is definitely value. The economic value is reducing the amount of work, mundane work, where you are having human just watch the wall or try to create a ticket or try to kind of decipher through where the problem is from the ticket description or trying to find who to assign is a network problem, database problem. I think in AI ops, there are simple things that can significantly optimize the process, accelerate the mean time to resolution, which means reduce the impact on the customer experience, proactively help to identify basically your you know disk storage, your application running out of memory, your application slowing down because of the congestion of users. Suddenly, you see that the merger and acquisition has happened and number of users logging into the system is high. You are not made aware of how do you kind of scale automatically. So I believe there will be significant value to improve user experience, reduce the time to resolve the problem, provide better visibility in the context of your application. And at the end of the day, reduce the cost and automate the mundane tasks that you have those are the key values that you know, the CIOs or the VP of infrastructure or VP of applications can look into and really start applying them in an incremental way so that they can see the value, show the value, and then increase the value one after another. But if you don't try to do it in a wholesale way, then it could mean that you will be frustrated as your expectations are too high and you have not done the homework in order to really get there. Yeah, is it a journey? Is it a one-time thing? How do I go about this? It's a journey. It's absolutely journey. It's not a destination, Andy. And I would think start small with the targeted set of use case. Pick one domain area. Pick whether you want to do it in your network, in your application, in your security incident. Doesn't matter. Pick one area where you are seeing large volume of data. People are busy. A lot of reactive things are happening. The change process are causing reactive work. Every time there is a change, there is an outage. There is more reactive work. There's less proactive or innovation happening. So pick your poison, but pick a small area. Spend the time to really understand the data. Bring data expertise. Understand, collect the data. Have people just manually go through the data, slicing and dicing the data to really understand how homogeneous the data data is, how heterogeneous the data is, what are the different sources of the data that are coming in, how can you apply some data cleansing there, then select a good data because that is important because if you have accurate data, that means you don't have to you know, redefine the data. So once you have that, then start thinking, okay, what kind of things we should apply? Okay, our goal is to reduce the noise. Our goal is to automate this process. Our goal is to cut down this cost. 
Our goal is to have better visibility in the context of business. Have those business goals and then start thinking what tool you want to use or you want to apply algorithm yourself or get a commercial tools to help solve the problem. That is all there. But because you have understood the business problem in the context of data and you also have the domain where you are solving, I believe this is a good start. And once you have understood that, you can repeat that model in every other domain, every other process or use cases that you are looking, whether it is capacity management, root cause analysis, you know, autonomous discovery, alert correlation, incident classification. You can just keep going one after another in the IT operations. Thanks so much, Bhana, for agreeing to be on our podcast and for that enlightening conversation. Thank you, Andy. I really appreciate you taking time and talking to me and hope uh, some of the insights, some of the experience are helpful to our listeners. So you heard from Pana. You agree, disagree, or if you have an opinion, let me know. Let's discuss further. Also, if you'd like to be part of our podcast, let me know as well. Until next episode, so long and stay safe.